Hey there, welcome back to the Rooted Mystic Musings podcast. My name's Angel, and I am psyched that you're here because I have got a great solo episode to share with you today. Trust me, this one's going to be good. But before we begin, I do want to remind you that if you're digging these episodes, you can hop over to rootedmystic.com and join me for my coffee chat notes. Because if, like me, you're too woo for the normal folk and too normal for the woo folk, you'll fit right in with us. My coffee chat notes are where I share stories and bits of ordinary magic with the intent of helping you to remember your own inherent magic. All with a little side of sass, usually every Friday. The link is in the show notes to make it super simple to sign up. Okay, so here we are, and I'm hoping you've got your cuppa and you're ready to settle in, because like I said, this is going to be good. Here we go. Hey, welcome back. Let's talk about aliveness, shall we? So, yes, Lexi says hello. Snoring gently off in her little area over here. So I have mentioned in a couple different places over, I don't know, the last month or so about my most recent dark night of the soul experience and how it wasn't a feeling of depression, and I know that feeling well, so I know that that's not what it was, but it was just a feeling of flatness, of nothing was really um, lighting me up anymore. I just didn't really feel fully alive. And a lot of things contributed to coming out of that and feeling better, including the um, 30-day release and reclaim program that Michelle and Amy put together. And I will link right here to a video about that that um, I shared just a little bit back if you want more information about that and why it helped me. Um, So that definitely helped, but it wasn't the only thing. I think the biggest thing that really helped was um, Well, it was actually a lot of things from the programs, the things that developed within me from the program. So it was um, learning to get more comfortable with with releasing anything that's not a favorite. So if it's just something that's kind of meh, I got really good at releasing a lot of that stuff over the 30 days of that program. And I also, in doing that, in like taking the action and doing the process and then having the support from the rest of the program and the journaling and the calls and all of that, I also got much better at um, just remembering to reconnect and listen to myself because, you know, I forget too. Even after everything, I forget too. I get caught up in the day-to-day stuff and I get caught up in, you know, expectations and just all of that. And it's just so easy to forget. And this helped me to plug back in and really remember. Um, But it reminded me of when I was working in a job or in jobs, this has happened a number of times through my life, where I just felt so flat and uninterested and, you know, like everything just kind of sucks. Nothing's really interesting. Nothing's catching my attention. There's no joy. There's no aliveness. Everything just felt so dry. And I remembered those times viscerally from this most recent experience of the dark night because it took me right back into them. It took me right back into, except this time it was different because it was a thing of like, how can I still 
feel this way? Like, what is wrong with me that I can still feel this way after I've made all of these changes? And after I've taken all of these steps, even things that were great, big, seemingly impossible steps that I did not think I'd be able to take, I've done it. And now I'm back in this space again. Like, what? How is that possible? That doesn't make any sense. And so I wanted to speak to that a little bit and um, another kind of realization that I've just had recently that for now, at least, because I do think these things come in cycles, but for now has shifted the energy dramatically. Quick sip. So there were two pieces to that that I wanted to share with you specifically. The first was I did a values exercise recently and I don't know if you've ever done one of these before I've done them a number of times over the years and over the decades let's be honest and I I've gotten something from them in the past intellectually but then that was it do you know what I mean it was one of those things where I would like I would take in the information but then I wouldn't really do anything with it I wouldn't put anything into place I wouldn't take action and I think that's really the disconnect for me a lot of times is I, like many of us, I live most often in my head and then I don't take what's there and implement in my life. And I think that that's the only way that things change, even though I really, really, really wish that things could change just from what goes on in my head because holy Hannah, magic. Um, But that's not how life works because we are in a physical reality at this point. So this time, this was just a couple of weeks ago, I think it was, I did this values exercise and the way that it was described i was able to understand it intellectually but then also take it not only into like my life in general but into a specific situation that i was having a really hard time making a decision about and just the way that they talked about it and the way that they shared it and the exercise itself it finally finally sank through like i think it was marianne williamson that talked about the longest journey is the one from the head to the heart when when something that you understand intellectually finally sinks in and lands in your heart in a way that it makes you know full body sense like it makes sense in a way that you had never really gotten before and that's what happened for me with this exercise and so i got really clear about not only my values as they stand right now, because I do think that those things can shift and change over time, but also how those values impact this decision or this potential decision that was up for me to make. And so I did all that work and I sat with it for a few days and then um, had a really long conversation, actually one of many, but this this final one is what kind of clinched the, the deal a really long conversation with my honey and um, we made a decision about uh, whether or not we were going to leave because we had been in talks about you know are we going to move and if we're going to move are we going to just leave this house are we going to leave this neighborhood are we going to leave this area are we going to leave the state are we going to leave the country like all of these things were potential options and we finally decided the other night to stay still just hang out here for the next you know 10 years and then reassess at that point and yes of course there's a lot more that goes into all of this and then i'm going to share here but and what i wanted to say too is 
even though, like I've said in videos talking about bloom where you're planted, and like I've said within the course itself, I'm not a fan of Florida. I never have been. I never have been, and I've been here for 30 years. I'm not a fan. I don't like the heat. I don't like the humidity. I don't like feeling like I can't breathe for about eight months out of the year. Um, so you would think maybe that with that decision, I would be bummed. Like, if I didn't know better, that would have been my, <laughs> my assumption, that I would have just been really, really bummed with that decision. Um, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm actually massively relieved. And from the night we made the decision, which that was not even 48 hours ago, so it was like a day and a half ago, I have been flooded with ideas, with energy, with more of a, you know, a joie de vivre. Like I'm excited again. I feel lit up again. And I realized that there's a lot, well, I talk about a lot of different things and a lot of different options and ways to bloom where you're planted, regardless of what's happening. I talk about a lot of that within the course. What I did not realize at the time, and I will add another um, section or video now, is that for me personally, and this may or may not be true for you, but it may be something interesting to take into account. For me personally, I need a closed loop. So for me, and I knew that about myself, right? I'm an INFJ. The J is signifies to me that I, I do better with closed loops rather than just leaving things hanging open. Like I don't like the uncertainty of that. Some people love that. Some people thrive in that and they don't want set plans and they don't want structure and schedules and things like that. Um, I need that though. I need closed loops in order to feel kind of safe and secure. So having that decision, it's almost like a dam burst inside of me. And now I just feel it's like life is flowing through me. I feel alive. I feel like I can root in and make this my space and make it what I want it to be and really grow from here, really bloom. <laughs> bloom right here. But I didn't know until we made that decision, or I didn't know for sure. I was starting to suspect that that was part of my um, my own personal dark night, but I didn't know for sure. And then we made the decision and everything started flowing. Everything started flowing. Things have been moving so much easier in general with the course stuff that I'm working on, with like I said, ideas and energy flowing, and I just feel more alive and more connected again. And so that takes us right back to, you know, why a feeling of aliveness is so important. I just, I like I said, I think about those days of working in jobs where I felt disconnected and gray and flat. And I just remember feeling like, why bother? Why bother? Why should I bother to keep doing this, to keep, you know, Groundhog Day over and over and over? This is not, this is not life. This is not why we're here. This is not what it's about. And I don't know if you run up against this yourself, but if so, and if you have those same questions, like, what's the point? 
listen, I'm right there with you. I totally get it. In fact, this is why I am constantly playing with ordinary magic and being in the flow with life and staying connected and all of that. Because for me, anything less than full aliveness, it's not worth it. And when I'm plugged in and I remember, I know, I know all the way through me that this life is magical. It is magic full. It is worth it. There is so much beauty. There's so much good. There's so many there are so many um, awe-inspiring experiences available. It's worth it. It's worth it, you know? But it's only worth it for me when I am able to listen internally and follow those promptings and stay connected with life, stay connected with myself, my big self, to stay plugged in and participate. That's why I do all of these things that I do, all of these things that I talk about and share, all of these experiments, that's why. It's because the aliveness means everything to me. And so there we go. If that's true for you too, I hope that you will sign up for my coffee chat notes. The link for that is down below and take a peek at the courses. See which one of them might call to you the most right now. See what's singing to you, what's pulling you forward. So, as always, until next time, thanks so much for being here. I'll see you soon. In the meantime, take really good care of you, okay? Bye. All right, that's it for this episode. If you're into what you're hearing, please remember to like and subscribe, and maybe even share with a friend or two. It really does help to get the word out, and I appreciate it so much. Really, really. Okay, until next time, take good care of you.